0: Welcome to Fresh Takes on the Future of Work. We are focused on fresh perspectives from business and HR leaders about the future of work. Fresh is an acronym for freedom, resourcefulness, empathy, simplicity, and happiness, values core to operating in the future of work. We'll tie back to these while exploring interesting stories and actionable ideas. Thanks for joining us. I'm Jess Pagoni, co-founder and CEO of LUNA. We are a technology platform that helps leaders attract and retain top talent by offering scalable flexibility and choice to employees. Our guest today is Jessie Browning, a serial entrepreneur in business with her husband. Together, they are parents to four children and own multiple businesses. She hosts an interview podcast, Prickly and Blooming, as well. Jessie is originally from Massachusetts and she moved to Texas 20 years ago after graduating college, which she's called home ever since. She drinks more LaCroix than you think and she loves big talk and creating culture. Her handshake is firm and her heart is a soft glow. Jessie, thanks for being here.
1: Thank you, I'm so excited. Look, I have my LaCroix right here. Oh my gosh.
0: (laughs) (laughs) How how many cans a day? What What are we talking here? Six, eight. Six to eight a day. Okay.
1: I really love LaCroix. Oh, I really, well, and so I, when I'm at work, we have it on draft. So I'm not like ingesting a can. Yeah. Yeah. My husband made me my own like draft sparkling water. So I just, I don't do cans there, but if I'm at home, it'll be like, yeah, a good six. Well, you're supposed to drink them any day, you know?
0: Oh, well, yes, this is, this is the mm-hmm. rationale. Mm-hmm. I appreciate yes. that. I appreciate <laughs> that. <laughs> yep. So you're, you're talking a little bit about work. Why don't you tell us for a moment about mm. your entrepreneurship journey? What are these businesses that you and your husband have and kind of how did you arrive to have La on tap at your... I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> who has,
1: who has sparkling water, <laughs> their own sparkling water on tap? Um, I do. And it's because I own three coffee shops and two laundromats with my husband they're kind of set up a little different and they're in three different towns, but I can just like fly over real quick. We moved to Marfa, Texas um, in 2007 to open a laundromat. Very quickly, we realized a laundromat does not support a family. And we were, you know, oh, I was pregnant with our first child at the time. Um, so we pretty quickly added on a coffee shop, which I had been a barista through college and after college. Um, so we had this setup of this kind of really cool, quirky, you know, business with a laundromat and a coffee shop. And then after which a couple is of years, by
0: the way, I mean, yeah. no one wants to sit in the laundromat and just wait for their laundry. So mm-hmm. why not just go next door and grab a cup of coffee? Grab
1: a coffee. Yep. Amazing. And then we expanded to a neighboring town called Alpine, which is about 25 miles away. And we opened a coffee shop there. Moved that into a building to put a laundromat. in. a couple years after that, we did. A commercial linen service out of our laundromat and Marfa. We actually owned a cold brew business. (laughs) We we sold that. I know I forgot. I'm like, oh, there's all this other stuff we've done over the years. (laughs) Um, We, uh, anyway, Um, we ended up there though because my husband had owned previously owned a business with his brother. So what I'm saying is this is not his first entrepreneur um, journey. You know, this is his second business. Whereas I had come from service industry and small businesses, you know, as as my work history, um, it was a very natural progression to then own a small business. So a couple of years ago, I'd say like three years ago, we came to visit the city I'm I'm living in now, which is called San Angelo, Texas. And there's about a hundred thousand people here and a college of 10,000 students. And there was one coffee shop at the time. And I said to my husband, like, "I, I wonder, I wonder what we could do here. You know, I wonder what this market would Except and I, yeah, I, College their space. Town.
0: Oh yeah, my gosh, yeah, yeah, one, with coffee, one coffee shop. shop. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> whereas
1: our, our previous towns, um, that were much sizably smaller. I mean, Marfa, eighteen hundred people, has three coffee shops, and Alpine has two or three with six thousand people. Is like there's room here for, to do what we do, and so we um we shocked a lot of people, uprooted our lives, and came here to open um our third location. So we didn't duplicate the laundromat here, though. Um, we pushed more into a cafe. We have more coffee um, choices. Well, we have more coffee choices, but we have food more food choices here, and we also offer beer and wine to get the all day cafe, is what I call it. So you could come at night and have a glass of wine and a charcuterie board, you know. But then we're coffee shop by day, and
0: how cool is that? Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's- yeah, it's
1: really fun. We have a drive through. Yeah, it's we're we're bringing. You know, I don't mean this to sound um, negative, but a lot of people walk into our shop and they say, I don't feel like I'm in San Angelo, you know, like we're, we're kind of bringing like bringing things up to a different Elevate level. The bar.
0: All right. Yep. I mean, yep, that's totally. what it's all about. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm.
0: So that's kind of I, an overview. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's incredible. I, I think I've never heard of a coffee shop laundromat combination <laughs> and I, I really like it and uh it sounds like what you're doing in san angelo is exactly what was needed so you saw mm-hmm. on the opportunity and yep. and i think what what i'm really excited to talk with you about today in the context mm-hmm. of the future of work is that you're running a service business mm-hmm. that has been like majorly impacted over the last couple of years when you look at the yep. macro levels and 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 really examine the hospitality industry, the mm-hmm. service industry, and mm-hmm. all that's happened with you know staffing shortages and and whatnot. Mm-hmm. So, ex- really excited to talk to you about your point of view on the future of work, considering where where you sit daily with your Lacroix tap. Uh, <laughs> so, yes, I I think with that we will get ready to dive in. We I ask mm-hmm. the same five questions on every show, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm going to start with the very first, which is is. Jesse, how do you define the future mm. of work?
1: Right. And everything I'll speak to is coming from my perspective of being in the service industry. Because I, I mentioned to you when we first emailed about this, like, I'll, I'll bring a kind of a different perspective that maybe you, you um, don't speak to very much. But so the service industry has gone through something in the last few years. You know, we're going through a metamorphosis. Um, dark kitchens are a thing, curbside and to go orders and delivery orders are taking up more and more percentages of our, you know, shares of sales. So we've made that pivot, but I think somebody like me who, I don't just create the business, I'm creating like a community center. I'm creating um, not just the product, it's not just the coffee, it's the entire experience. And that really needs to be the focus going forward. If we continue to want to serve people inside a building, (laughs) which I do, I want to do that. Um, I don't want to just become a dark kitchen that people order, which we have wonderful, you know, um, online app, order and pick up in our curbside or go through our drive-through. But the inside, the experience, the community, the spaces that we create, those are what's going to keep us fresh, if you will, going forward. That's what you can provide that a dark kitchen can't provide. You know, when people are looking for um, a casual meeting place, like I see it every day, all day, you know, There'll be um, a realtor meeting somebody there. There's going to be, you know, maybe um, two board members of some nonprofit board that are just having like a quick catch up. You know, there's. I mean, I see it just constantly. I, I, I think I'm like, wonder what they're meeting about. You know, <laughs> that's that's the space that we occupy, and we've really got to like kill it in that arena. You know, make these wonderful places that are beautiful, welcoming, cheerful places. That's my vision that people want to come to, because I see. You know, service, okay, like it's it's like a three-legged stool or three-legged table, which is the strongest shape, you know, a triangle. And there are three things that we focus on that create like like hold up the one business. So we have our product, like we're gonna make a wonderful cup of coffee. It's gonna be As sweet as you want, or not as sweet as you want. You know, we really we cater to the entire you know um, spectrum of coffee drinkers. But no matter what, it's going to be a kick-ass cup of coffee. So there's our product. The second leg would be the experience of our business, like walking in and seeing the bright, cheerful place that it is, full of sunshine and like yellow um, petty tile underneath the bar, and just like. Natural light and just beautiful, you know, just walk in and everyone's like, "Whoa, this is gorgeous!" You know, the experience of using our software is also like the ease of it, the invitingness, the just just how it how a customer experiences that. So we have our product, we have our experience, and then we have our service, and those three things, like and and the service, I want like I don't want it to be fake. That's what I'm, I really try to impress upon our staff, yeah. Because I want you to genuinely say like, "Gosh, I love that scarf." it's so pretty. Like, I love how you tied it or I don't know, you know, (laughs) like I, I model that for them, like just really seeing people and like welcoming them with your eyes and your heart and in your service. you know, and just simple, you know, just like, oh, I've, I've taught them how thank you for your patience (laughs) instead of saying, I'm sorry. Like when we're behind on things, you know, oh, thank you for your patience today. We are really working hard back here. We'll try to, you know, be faster next time you come in. I don't know something, you know, but so these three things—the service, the product, and the experience—like going forward, you've got to really focus on all of those mm-hmm. um, in our business. I went to a, a business conference a couple of years ago, and it was just like a, I, I saw where she was going with this. You know, asked everybody what what is your business? Are you a product based business or service based business? Or I forgot the other one was. Um, and she said, "You are all these three. You have a product, you have a service, and you are an experience. And if you look at it from all that perspective, like you're really going to lift up your your entire business. And I think that like a lot of a lot of service industry is making that migration. Do you know? I think this is like the modern the modern push is is what we're going with. Um, because it, the the push is is like curbside and delivery and dark kitchens and, and all of that, but but it, it can't like, it, we all can't disappear. You know, like the dining rooms can't all go away. Right. Well, so there's nothing gonna... more
0: lovely than going into that local coffee shop and mm-hmm. that they, they the know music is great or yep. the, mm-hmm. they, yeah, the music yep. is great. Or you just get this vibe mm-hmm. that you're like, wow, mm-hmm. I can, mm-hmm. I, I feel like I can think here. I can clear mm-hmm. my head here. Mm-hmm. Um, pre-pandemic I I was known to work from coffee shops regularly mm-hmm. so I would I would kind of hop around I had my different spots that I would mm-hmm. go to for the different need I had if I needed mm-hmm.
1: to keep, that day mm-hmm.
0: thinking work I would be in one where the music was always kind of just right to let me mm-hmm. sort of zone it out and and execute whatever I was maybe creating and so I, th- I think not only are you catering to your own staff and the way that you're you're investing in them and training mm-hmm. them, like you were saying to be this experience for people, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you're also in some ways that space for people to work in. Um, mm-hmm. So like as the, you know, in that future of work, like you're also a destination, you've become an office as well. Yep.
1: Yep. Yeah, I know it's so fascinating, and we see it every day. You know, I'm like, there's a guy who comes every day. He sits in the, in the, you know, the corner, the couch in the corner, and you know, he stays through lunch and he goes home after lunch. Um, there's another woman who, um, she's been coming in for months and months and months, and I finally found out she worked for. I was like, no way, you know, um, you know, and she comes that like we are part of that world we are part of the work from home you know and it's the fabled third place um yeah exactly i think it was the bone Appetit years ago but i think it was actually the starbucks guy a long time ago said you know that fabled third place between work and home yeah you know and that's ever more where we're going and we um we love that and that's part of like i said that's part of our business model is, is to be a community space, you know, is to encourage that we're not a restaurant that has to turn over the table. I mean, we, we would like people to buy something.
0: (laughs) That's for For sure. sure. You're a business, but you know, a lot of people I think understand that. And so come in and -hmm. and want to support, um, a space like yours. So, Mm -hmm. so if I could give you a magic wand right now, and you could Mm -hmm. change one thing about work, work Mm -hmm. life, the future of work. What, what Mm -hmm. would it be? What, what do you see as something that needs some change?
1: This is, this is maybe not what you thought, but possibly I wish that we could make the 15 hour minimum wage, $15 an hour minimum wage happen, um, across the board. We can't, if everybody does it, then we could do it. You know, my husband explained to people, he's like, okay, let's say there's, you know, a hundred people, Right now, 30 of them have enough disposable income to be our customer. But if we raise the bar of everyone, then that becomes 60 people out of 100 can now afford my product. You know, that's how it works. But if, if we, you know, are the only people, then like it, it just, in fact, I worked for a company in Massachusetts 20 years ago that tried to do this and they couldn't, you know, um, pull it off because they were the first. And it was not until every, until that level becomes, yeah. you know, everybody's there. I just really want to see the value lifted um, and we're, we try to do what we can, but if like, if everybody could get, come on, let's all just do it. Let's all just jump and we can make it happen. I want the value of the work that we do to be valued, <laughs> you know, it's just simply <laughs> that, that you know? Yeah, yeah. I really want that.
0: And to support the people working mm-hmm. for you in a way mm-hmm. that makes them yep. feel like they can I want them yes. live their life. Yep. And yep. Yeah. yeah. 100%. That's a great one. Um, it yeah, isn't, right. I don't know what I expected you to say. It's not what I was expecting, uh-huh. but I, I think yeah. it's a really, it's a really like thought provoking. If, if I,
1: yeah, yeah, my husband and I have talked about it a lot. We, you know, he's given this example of like, uh, you know, if if these people have the disposable income, but if everybody like we can lift, you know, and, and I get it. I'm like, oh yeah, it's a whole chain. Yeah,
0: you know, yeah, but
1: we'll oh we'll gosh. get there. All I right. think it's happening. Yeah.
0: So so in terms of fresh takes, we've got freedom, yeah. resourcefulness, mm-hmm. empathy, simplicity, and happiness which what do you think is most pressing right now in that that employer employee dynamic mm-hmm. in particular
1: this is this would be such a different question 2 years ago right i would say it's happiness right now with covid the, the great resignation um i'm not quite sure what hindsight is going to you know say about that but i think if i had to throw my two cents in it's People are valuing like greater life than the the job they're doing every day. you know they're like, "What does my life mean?" and the statistic about people- people don't quit because of the work they quit because of the management correct yeah it's something astronomical and I know that and I value that and I have um put that as our North star is people you know and and when i when I say people, I mean people behind the counter and people in front of the counter our customers and our employees. I've put them at the North star, like whatever, you know, I can do to make their lives better and to keep, keep it like we had a staff meeting and I said, I don't want you to take this job home with you. This is not a job you should be taking home with you. This shouldn't be stressful. It should be kind of a bright spot in your day as a customer, of course, but as a, as a staff member too. And especially now, especially now with just these feelings of so many people saying, well, fuck it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) and quitting. And how did they, how did your staff respond to that when you shared that?
1: We have like monthly staff meetings and, you know, my husband and I kind of really feel like the parents in the situation because it's, uh, we are parents and we are now about the age of some of these kids' parents, you know, we're we're we could be a lot of the parents. Um, so it feels like we have like a family dinner almost. I I provide dinner, and we go over things we need to go over, and we taste our pour overs for the next month. And and I every month bring something like that where I talk about like some Brene Brown thing that I've read and I share it with them, and yeah, they respond to that. They know how much we care about them. I've had so many of them say this is the best time I've ever had you know, I'm, they stay because they are treated with such honor and respect. I wouldn't have it any other way. And I think that it's, it's a new way forward in the service industry. I'm, I'm not the only one. I'm not saying like, this is just me coming up with this idea, but me embracing this idea of, of just because it's a service industry, doesn't mean it can't be a world that I want to live in. It can't yeah. be, you know, a place that I, it has to be a place that I would want to work. They you know it has to be a place I want to go to as well. And I just value them. And I've, we, We'll sit down at, to tables outside and give them our time. You know, we, we listen to their ideas and just honor the people. Love people and love coffee is what we have in our back room. You know.
0: oh, I think that's brilliant. Love <laughs> mm-hmm. people and love coffee.
1: love coffee.
0: I have the same mantra, I guess. Mm-hmm. Now that you've mm-hmm. shared that, I love coffee mm-hmm. and I love mm-hmm. people. Um, yeah. And I think, you know, bringing up happiness that mm-hmm. you know, when people feel respected, when they feel mm-hmm. heard and listened yep. to, yep. that is happiness. That's like, okay, I can find happiness in what I'm doing now in mm-hmm. work and outside of work because mm-hmm. I, I, I feel treated well. Um, And so much of the research out there also shows that when you, when you operate that way as an employer, Mm -hmm. then your people, it's the, it's that domino effect. Your people then are take care of our customers, your customers. And Mm -hmm. so it's surprising in many ways that the service industry can be so cutthroat and so Mm -hmm. vicious because Mm -hmm. You know the the those employees need to kind of feel berated and then walk out that kitchen door and put a big smile on their face. Mm-hmm. and you can only keep that up for so long so long totally. Um, so yeah, definitely um, yeah. makes sense it's... that that you're mm-hmm. approaching it the way that you are and, and based on what I know about you I, I, i'm I'm sure you don't have a mean bone in your body to <laughs> uh, to do it any differently. so um, I am
1: firm though, you know, I'd like to say my uh, my husband and I are friendly and firm. You yes. know, we have done a lot of work about boundaries and, you know, work boundaries and, and stuff like that. And I think that that's a, such a great structure though, is to take like the personal development work that I've just personally done, you know, and bring it to this. And I just know that they're, they're feeling like, oh gosh, I have the Maya Angelou quote. It's printed on um, a beautiful uh, stock. Um, I got it from Society6 and I, I framed it up on the wall inside my shop for customers and employees to see that said, um, people will forget what you said. They will forget what you did, but they will always remember how you made them feel. Absolutely. And that's a Maya Angelou quote. And that's how we manage.
0: Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So perfect segue into my next yep. question, which is around yep. managers. And mm-hmm. I think many of them right now are trying to figure out like, okay, uh, the world has changed mm-hmm. in many regards. We mm-hmm. have people are re- reflecting on what's mm-hmm. a priority to them, how they want to be treated, where they want to mm-hmm. be working, the kind of work that's giving them purpose and managers are really the, that first line mm-hmm. into mm-hmm. Creating what a employees culture. are thinking and, mm-hmm. and how to, how to either support them, lean into that or figure out what to do next um, and in some ways i feel bad for managers right now because mm-hmm. there's it's almost like now we've added this layer of like wow flexibility and prioritization and life reflection and mm-hmm. everything on top of and the
1: supply chain issue um, know, yes, in exactly, our world <laughs> exactly <laughs> yeah. there's
0: so many things that are burdening managers right now so mm-hmm. so what would you if you had like you know a piece of actionable advice and maybe it's reinforcing some of the things you just shared but what, what would you say? Like, what are one or two things that managers should be thinking about or doing mm-hmm. to better lead?
1: I have two things to share. Okay. One, um, we, we spoke briefly about it is we have, um, what's it like, just like your, your company, an individualistic approach to like our, our relationship with our staff members. We have one that has a priority to do some mission work. And, you know, we started our business last year and we, we, you know, we were flexible in our mindset where she approached us and said, I have this opportunity to go, you know, to Greece for three months. I want to, I love this job. This is my favorite job. I want to keep this job, but I also want to do this work. And we kept a flexible mindset. We didn't say, like, no, if you're gone, you're gone. We said, Okay, we can make this work. You know, I mean, it was, you know, unpaid time away from our her job with us, but we said, get everybody trained up, leave it in a good spot and go. You know, we will still be here. And the fact that she Even knew that she could approach us with that is just like having a flexible. Mindset is Absolutely. just because so important. That's the hardest part. Is the, the that, part. that like mm-hmm. is
0: the door even open? Do I have permission yes. to make this yes. request so, to ask
1: this wild thing? Yeah,
0: yeah, that's wonderful. And um, and so she she is an employee at your your most mm-hmm. recent location, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. so you're kind of just getting that business going. And she says, mm-hmm. "Hey, I want to go do this thing." So you're mm-hmm. like, "Oh no, what am I going to do?" But yet you still accommodated.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. Because, um, and also not without any, like, I mean, she said the things of like, I am dedicated. I want to come back to this. You know, you know, she made it very clear that like her dedication, you know, she was just like, I love this place. I love this job. I'm committed. But I also, because I saw her as a person and this work is very important to her and her overall happiness. Here we go. You know, (laughs) was um, supported by going and doing that work for a couple months. And she came back and we just, went back to where we were, you know? And then the other part of that, where it's like the 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 doors open so you can come talk to me is listening, 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 listening. It's so funny that I only learned this a couple years ago. Maybe it's new to some people listening. The same letters are in the word silent as in listen.
0: <laughs> I and, never knew that. I'm uh-huh, like j- right now. Ready? Yes. Right. Yes.
1: Like attentively listen, like and give It just honors the person and their contribution so much. Like we have two meetings today, later today that I'm going to go and I have just two staff major staff members that have said, like, can I have some time with you in, you know, you and Daniel, you and your husband and, um, and we're going to sit and I don't know what they're going to tell us, but like, here we go, you know, and it's, it's this, like, I think it's the smallest and biggest thing, you know, just to know that that's on the plate, that that's uh, acceptable. And, you know, sometimes we say like, I can't do it today. Like, oh, well, we set these, you know what I mean? it's like a set thing of like, if you need to talk to us, you come talk to us. And I don't know. I, I just, I think a lot of things we do is different. I don't see it happen a lot in the service industry. And I've heard that reflected back to me. They're like, no, I've never had a job that sat me down was like, so what's going on? Um, how can we make this work better? You know, not personally, but like, I don't know. Holistically, It's it like holistically you're looking at it like mm-hmm. across.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listening is free. Uh-huh. Unless there's someone who's taking hours and hours of your time, it's relatively mm-hmm. low cost for mm-hmm. you, but can have significant ROI as you, yeah. as you put yeah. out.
1: If someone has ideas, if they have suggestions, if they have concerns, hear it out. It's amazing. Some of the things I'm just like, well, I didn't know. I didn't experience it. Like I haven't thought about it like that. And And you know what else is having the humility to say, I don't know. I will get back yeah. to you. That's super important too. I don't yeah. know. That, that vulnerability as a manager shows yes. so that like yep. you
0: are also human and you can learn yep. together and you're willing to, yep. to look at things differently and um, yep. even empathize in some ways yep. with their point of view. So totally, we're, we're up on our final question here. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm very curious about what your <gasps> response is. Gonna be. So you're what, probably not going to know this one, but I'm so excited. What is one company <laughs> that's okay. What's one company that you admire for their fresh take?
1: You may have heard of it, actually. Um, The grocery store company that is our cult almost (laughs) here in Texas is called HEB. So it was started by a family, um, the Butts family. HEB is um, Harold Edward Butts or Howard. Shoot. I used to have it on my wall. That was one of my questions I asked on my podcast is, what does H-E-B stand for? And I don't have the answer. <laughs> I can't remember if it's Howard or Harold right now. Anyway, E-Buts, H-E-B. And their slogan is here, everything's better. And it's so true. It is 1000% true. We um, lived without an H-E-B for a long time when we lived out in Marfa. And I tell you what, there's a lot of people that are from Austin that lived in Marfa and we all lamented of like, oh, I miss H-E-B. I miss it so much. So <laughs> during during our, our um, they call it Snowvid, Um, You know, our snowstorm last year during um, February, where we were in pretty rough shape here in Texas, our grocery store (laughs) chain, HEB had the best response in the entire state, hands down. They had an emergency preparedness team, I think, since the swine flu. They... Show up during any emergency, like if there's a flood, if there's a I don't know a tornado or whatever, they have like ten semi-trailer trucks that they dispense or disperse or what's the word I'm looking for out to bring food. Um, they bring like a mobile kitchen. They rocket. They wow. are amazing. There's simplicity too. Okay, so there's no like card you, member you have to be part of. It's just the low prices it's just this is on sale this week you're not a stupid card member you know, yeah. everybody just gets the low price simplicity their resourcefulness is incredible like during seriously there are articles written up about their response to our winter storm last year and even to covid so when covid happened they had already like i said an emergency management team they knew what to do they already had a warehouse full of paper goods and products that they like started sending out to all their stores. They are incredible. It's I mean it, talk to anybody, any, any Texan about HEB, and they will be like, we we are all like this about HEB. I tell it's you crazy. what though, grocery
0: yeah. stores are I know critical. Yes. and so yes. important. And when you yes. walk into a store that makes you feel uh-huh. great, it just they transforms the experience like you were talking yeah. about of <laughs> Mm-hmm. Of, of the, you know, it's the service, it's that experience, mm-hmm. it's the yep. products. It is all the same things that you uh-huh. were just sharing for your own they're, business. Mm-hmm. They're incredibly
1: and, community minded.
0: Mm-hmm. They
1: are active in all the communities and towns that they're in. They're always giving back. They're always like, there was a, a day of the dead event here and they had a little booth set up and they're giving away cute little day of the dead agb bags, you know, like they, oh,
0: it's adorable.
1: Adorable. Yeah. And they're big. And they do it so well. It's so simple and so well, and and they're great to their staff. They're really great to their staff. Uh, there's tons of reports from, from staff members of how it's such a great company to work for.
0: Well, I am mm-hmm. gonna have to spend some more time getting to know HEB. HEB, uh, and here everything's uh, better. <laughs> I will, I will begin to admire their fresh taste. Yes. So thank you for yes. sharing about them here and Jesse thanks just for all all of your perspectives. I, I love I love the point of view that you bring mm-hmm. from the the service industry and admire your dedication to multiple businesses that are that are you know becoming part of the fabric of the communities that you're in. Mm-hmm. So thank you thank you for sharing. Thank you for being here.
1: Thank you. Thank you.
0: Thank you everyone else for listening in and don't forget to stay fresh.